Welcome to American Indian Living, a program developed by the Native Education and Health Initiative to improve and enhance the health of people throughout the Native communities. American Indian Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he's ready today to help you learn more about your health. Here's Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're recording another in a series of programs from the venue of Houston, Texas, in the convention center here. We're at the ASI International Convention, and we're talking with people who are making a difference throughout Indian country and beyond. The person sitting across from me right now, Dr. Leela Lewis, is just such a person. Leela, it's great to have you with us. Thank you so much. So nice to be here with you as well, Dr. DeRose. Leela, one of the places where uh, there is so much in the way of Native history as well as such a a large Native population is in Arizona. You are getting ready to do a big event in Phoenix, Arizona. First, tell us a little bit about that. Well, we're really excited. Your best pathway to health is coming to Phoenix. We're going to be offering free medical, dental, surgical, eye care, and many other services to uninsured and underinsured people. We're actually expecting about 10,000 patients to be serviced December 25, 26, and 27 of this year. We're recording in August of 2017 here in Texas, but uh, we'll be airing this show well before Christmas time in 2017. Phoenix is the focus for this huge program. It's called Your Best Pathway to Health. Some people listening, they've heard about it. It's come to many cities throughout the U.S. and beyond. Is that true? Uh, We've helped some cities outside of the United States, but our emphasis so far has been cities within the U.S. Now, you are the founder and CEO of this organization. I've referred to you as Dr. Leela Lewis. You're a medical doctor, a board-certified specialist in obstetrics and gynecology. Yes. This is not the usual career path (laughs) for an obstetrician or gynecologist. No. You're usually delivering babies, right? Not delivering (laughs) cities from uh, ill health. That's true. But (laughs) Uh, you got to tell us, how did you get on this journey? Okay. Well, in a nutshell, I was the president of an organization that provides kind of ministries. Um, It was actually an ASI, ministries organization. Mm -hmm. And... uh, one of the speakers actually stood up and he said, you know, it's nice that you guys all get together once a year and you talk about all the good things that you did the previous year and talk about all your plans for the next year, but what are you doing for the people around the event that you're holding the event in? Mm. And he showed a quick snippet of a group that was providing free health care, primarily dental care. It was a CBS show, I think, and basically said, why aren't you guys doing something like this? And it was as though a lightning bolt went up and down my spine. And, you know, I happened to be a Christian. I felt it was God saying, do this. And of course, I didn't know how to do this. I was a practicing mm. OBGYN with four little children. How in the world is this going to happen, God? Uh-huh. I mean, I, I don't live in a third world country. I happen to live in the United States. I mean, we have lots of laws and regulations, right? We can't do this kind of thing. We can't set up shop and have a hospital. Mm-hmm. But it happened. We did it. The first event was San Francisco in 2014 in Oakland. We serviced 3,000 patients in two and a half days. And that just it started a whirlwind. And from there, it's just gone crazy. (laughs) Now, I've talked with many health professionals who've been involved with these uh, programs, and some of them have said things like it's changed their life. I met a fellow, wow, probably a year or two ago who changed his whole direction. He said, I helped with one of these, and I decided I wanted to go into medicine, and he's uh, in medical school now. So you've been not only impacting the people you service, 
but those who come as, is it true they're all volunteers who do this? Everyone in the entire organization is a volunteer. There's one person that receives a temporary subsidy, other than, and that's not myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> all, everyone is a volunteer. So you're not getting a penny from this? No, not a penny. And, I mean, you've got a huge booth here, and I know these are huge operations that you do in these cities. Um, this isn't just something you do one night. Oh, dear, no. We, we're planning, you know, for example, Phoenix began planning over a year and a half ago, um, began the tentative planning stages, and it takes quite a while. I mean, you have to develop relationships with the government offices, with the various boards. Um, the list goes on and on, the local hospital networks, and, of course, recruiting volunteers from all over the United States. So let's talk about your first event that you said was there in the Bay Area of California, service 3,000 people. How did you get a team together that could serve the needs of that many people? Well, to be completely honest, it was with prayer and lots of work. Hmm. Um, Many times, you know, again, I was working as an obstetrician and gynecologist during the day and sometimes at night, obviously, as well, because babies have a way of coming whenever they want to come. They sure do. Um, But in addition to that, working, you know, through the night on planning this thing. How Hmm. do you, and how do you even go about planning something like this? It had never been done before. There were some clinics, like I said, that were providing some services like general optical care and maybe some health screenings and dental care, but we actually wanted to come in with a full hospital, full medical subspecialist, surgical specialist, and to be able to offer these services. And so it took a lot of planning, but but we did it. Now, whether we're talking about Oakland or whether we're talking about a more recent program or what you're going to be offering in Phoenix, can you maybe walk us through, let's say I'm someone right now, I'm listening to the show, and I live in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I hear, wow, this uh, your best pathway to health is coming to Phoenix. First of all, where is it going to be? Do you know yet? It's going to be the Phoenix Convention Center. We actually have 307,000 square feet that we will be servicing. Phoenix is going to be the biggest event we've done thus far. If we get 3,500 volunteers, which is our goal, we're going to service 10,000 patients in two and a half days. So two and a half days. What days are you doing that? Do Christmas you know? Day, December 25, 26, and half a day of the 27th. Really? So do you think people are going to turn out on Christmas Day? I think they're going to turn out by the hordes. What's happened in previous venues? Do people just trickle in, or how does that work? <laughs> no, no. So, you know, every event, I mean, the first one was actually, uh, again, 2014. We did both San Francisco and Oakland. Mm-hmm. In Oakland, it was pouring down rain. Mm. By 6 o'clock in the morning, there were five thousand patients wrapped doubly around the Oakland Coliseum Mm. in the pouring down rain. Mm. Obviously, we didn't have capabilities of servicing that many patients. Every city we've gone to has been the same way. We did San Antonio. We serviced 6,800 patients in two and a half days. Again, thousands and thousands and thousands more never got to be serviced because is just not capabilities for it. Our wow. biggest event thus far was Los Angeles. We did the Los Angeles Convention Center last April of 2016, serviced mm-hmm. 80, over 8,500 patients, again in two and a half days. But we're looking for, and that was with about 4,000 volunteers. We believe, based on our strategic planning, mm-hmm. that if we can hit the 3,500 volunteer mark, we can get 10,000 patients through the doors at Christmas. So uh, I'm thinking of people who are listening, first of all, in the Phoenix area who may want to take advantage of the services. Absolutely. I'm also thinking about those who might want to volunteer. We'll get to them in a minute. So back to those who may want to avail themselves of what you're offering. First of all, we're talking about it now, and you know this is going to go out throughout Indian country, 
people are listening in Alaska and Florida, there's no possibility that they're going to head to Phoenix if they're of limited income, well, right? I don't know about that. We've had patients. This is very interesting. Uh We have had patients who have gotten on buses and actually flown. They've saved their pennies and they've flown, for instance, from Spokane and from San Antonio. After we did those events, they actually flew to L.A. It was cheaper for them to come and be first in line in Los Angeles, flying, taking a bus, however they could get down there, than to pay the co-pays or the money that they were having to put out of pocket to get the procedures that they needed done. So, so now this is not just one of these nice health fairs where you do a foot check. No. You're doing, are you really doing surgical procedures? Oh, yes. We've taken out lipomas, which are benign tumors on patients' backs the size of footballs under wow. local anesthesia. In fact, this time around, this is all new information, uh-huh. we're, we're pushing for conscious sedation on the floor. We're, we're, all, we're already doing a lot of procedures. For the gynecology uh-huh. um, aspect, for our women's health, we're able to do scopes of the uterus, scopes of the bladder, hysteroscopies, cystoscopies for mm-hmm. our medical terminology. Um, we're doing a lot of stuff already. Uh, but we're we're expanding. We have a full radiology department. Our radiology department was actually able to diagnose and actually physically save people's lives in Los Angeles. We had testicular wow. cancer diagnosed, 22-year-old kid diagnosed huh. on the floor. One of our um, local Adventist hospitals took him in that night, and he went to surgery the next morning for free. Oh, wow. We collaborate with local hospitals. In our Los Angeles event, we collaborated with several of the local 7th-day Adventist hospitals, and we're doing major surgeries there for free. So we were doing cholecystectomies, gallbladders, removing patients' uterus, hysterectomies, um, orthopedic procedures, and the list goes on and on. We're we're looking for that opportunity in Phoenix. We don't know if we're going to be able to collaborate yet, but but Hmm. we're working in that direction. It is literally, it is a hospital set up in a basically a floor and a roof and we set up a hospital in a day so you're doing pretty complicated medical procedures diagnostic and therapeutic echocardiograms on the floor so if someone wondering about a heart valve problem yep other issues what about this i know a lot of people tell me well i've got medical benefits but not dental do you offer any dental services our dental is probably our it is our biggest wanted need of any event that we do but we do we have very comprehensive dental services we don't just do even extractions and fillings we have people there doing root canals crowns the list goes on and on actually caps um, several patients have come in they weren't able to get a job they'd lost their teeth in fact front two teeth uh-huh. they were able to get caps on their front two teeth went straight from there they went over to our men's clothing department got a brand new men's suit got a haircut in our beautician and barber services and went straight from there to a job placement agency and were able to secure a job the same day you have clothing there too yeah okay so i'm i'm there i'm waiting in line Uh uh-huh what time do the doors open do you know that yet doors open at 7 a.m every event 7 a.m volunteers have to be there at six okay <laughs> so i decide listen i really want to take advantage of this the doors open at seven i'm going to get there at six thirty. so i'll probably be first in line right mm, unfortunately not how soon do people get there most patients the ones that are first through the door are waiting there at least 24 hours in advance 24 hours? They're camping out. I mean, think about Black Friday. I mean, we have people camping out for a silly toy for 20 bucks <laughs> or something like that, you know, okay. as a $10 discount, you know, and people camp out with their whatever, their sleeping bags. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in free health care for each patient. In fact, to date, we've provided just under $90 million in free health care since 2014. Well, that's amazing. 
And so, so people are going to get there, some of them. Now, what day is Christmas on? What day of the week? It is a Monday. Okay, so people are going to come on Sunday. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. And this Christmas is going to be the Christmas of a lifetime, whether you're the patient or you're the volunteer. This is a Christmas to remember. We huh. have Christmas extravaganza from... We have musical groups that go out while the patients are in line. They get to be sung to. They get uh, wonderful uh, gifts, blankets. We've actually been declared by Humana Health Insurance to be the Toys for Tot Drive. This year, Humana's Toys for Tot Drive is Pathway Phoenix. Wow, that is incredible. You mean... Humana throughout the country is doing this. Um, it's Humana corporate. I'm not. I can't uh-huh. specify at this point whether it's going to be Arizona cor- Humana or corporate. Boy, so this is this is an incredible project. So I'm going to have to get there really early if I want to take advantage of the services. Yeah, it is a and, first come first serve basis. Okay, and based on previous experience, every place you've had to turn people away. Every single place, wow. thousands of patients have been wow. turned away. So the message is get there early. Very early. The news. The news uh-huh. media goes wild. That's part of this process. And, again, it's, you know, we're not paying for the news coverage. I mean, mm-hmm. health care is a major issue in the United States. It sure is. You know, regardless of where you stand on the issue, it is a major issue. Yeah. And here is an opportunity for, again, regardless of where you are, if you're a patient and you need health care, you can have an opportunity to have an entire new health system, essentially, in a one-day shot. And we are able, we actually don't just do it in one event. We help the patients get plugged into the local various networks, whether they need to be signed up for Medicaid or what, you know, various other options there are out there. We assist that. We work with the local public health department to help the patients get plugged in. So do I have to choose if I'm there and let's say I need eye care, I need dental work, um, I need some new clothes. Do I have to pick and choose? I mean, you can't do everything for every person, right? Well, you've got three days. So you've got, you've got three days to, you know, as, as far as options goes. Now, usually what we mm-hmm. have to do, because everybody wants dental care and everybody okay. wants eye care. So we give the patients a choice. They can choose to either be in the dental care line or the I eye see. care line. And then in addition to that, everyone is offered medical care, um, as long as we're able to. I mean, obviously, eventually, we have to shut the you know, right. shut the lines down. We have to step away just for a minute, Leela. I'm speaking with Dr. Leela Lewis. She is the founder and the uh, director of Your Best Pathway to Health. It's coming to the heart of Indian country to Phoenix in December of 2017. But it could be coming to an area near you, and maybe you have an interest in actually uh, bringing the program to your own local area. We're going to be telling you more about it, how you can be involved as a volunteer, how you can take advantage of those services. Don't go away. We will be back with more. I'm Dr. DeRose. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. 
For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Emergency medical unit, respond to 102 Maple Avenue, possible stroke victim. When stroke occurs, you have 60 minutes to win or lose the race of your life. There are new treatments, but you must get to a hospital fast. If you suddenly feel weakness on one side, have trouble speaking, walking, or seeing, it could be a stroke. Call 911. Get to a hospital. Because how you spend the next 60 minutes could determine how you spend the rest of your life. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders in Stroke. If you receive disability benefits, keeping Social Security informed is key. Keeping us informed minimizes the chance that we learn about something later that could negatively affect your benefits. That's the surprise no one wants because it creates overpayments that you must repay, disrupts payments, and can even jeopardize your entitlement to Social Security benefits. Learn more about reporting responsibilities for people working and receiving disability or SSI benefits by reading our online publications, Working While Disabled, How We Can Help, and How Work Affects Your Benefits at www.socialsecurity.gov pubs. Some changes can be reported online at www.socialsecurity.gov. You can also notify us at 1-800-772-1213 or contact your local Social Security office. Our goal at Social Security is to pay you the right amount on time every month. With your cooperation to keep us informed of changes, the likelihood of any unpleasant surprises that could derail your benefits will be greatly minimized. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You're back with Dr. David DeRose here at the venue of the Convention Center in Houston, Texas. It's the ASI International Meeting, and I'm speaking with Dr. Leela Lewis. She is the, the CEO, the founder of Your Best Pathway to Health. She's been coordinating programs throughout the U.S. and really helping make a difference in places where, well, everywhere is in need of, uh, of health services, but really reaching out to those people who are in need. We've been focusing on an event that is to take place in Phoenix, Arizona, beginning Christmas Day, December 25th and 2017. And, Leela, for those who are trying to still, like me, come to, to, to grasp this uh, over 300,000 square feet, uh, almost, if you will, mobile medical hospital that you set up overnight, if you will. What happens? I'm there at the door. I, I, I've waited for 36 hours. I've enjoyed the, uh, the Christmas concert that you have going on and all these events while I'm waiting. What happens when I walk through the door? What do I see? So the very first thing you see is our registration area. So the patients are assigned to a registration volunteer. They go, they fill out their paperwork, their consent forms, etc., and medical information. From there, we have what's called hospitality or patient assistant transport individuals, and they walk, literally walk the patient from there to triage. Hmm. In triage, the patients are decided what is their most important service. You may think you know what is the most important medical need that you may have, but you may get there and the doctor may say, you know, your blood pressure is way too high, Mm. your glucose is just too high. We think we need you to see the medical doctor first before you go see the eye doctor. So then you go to triage, the doctor evaluates you, the nurses evaluate you, and you know, your needs, your whole person needs are very very well adjusted and and, and attempted to be met 
at the mm-hmm. event. And mm-hmm. so we do ask about patients' emotional health and their um, physical health, obviously, but, but also their spiritual health. And so that is that is well looked into. From there, the patient assistant transport volunteer will take the patient to their most needed area. Mm-hmm. So they may go see the physician. Let's say they see the primary care physician. And the doctor says, you know, I'd like to order an x-ray. And so the patient then goes off to our radiology department, gets an x-ray. Maybe they need an echocardiogram, an ultrasound of their heart to see how their valves and their heart's working. Mm-hmm. They would see the cardiologist then. We have many, many, many subspecialists. Um, you name it, the subspecialist, we've got them. And so they get cross-referrals. And basically, it's essentially a one-stop shop. Normally, when you'd go to see the doctor, you'd see the primary care doctor one day, and then it would take you weeks right. to get in to see the specialist. Mm-hmm. This is not the way with Pathway. You see all the specialists that you need in that same day. Wow. And it's wonderful because from there, the various doctors may have ordered lab tests. You go over to the laboratory department. You get your blood drawn right then and there. So you have a lab there, too? Oh, we have a full lab. Okay. It's, uh, you know, it's all in-house. Everything's done. Uh, we get the lab work done. Then they may say, the doctor says, you know, I'd like to order this prescription, this prescription, this prescription. Well, normally you'd have to take that prescription to the pharmacy, not mm-hmm. in Pathway. You actually take that to our in-house pharmacy. We provide you with up to a three-month supply of free medications, and the patient walks away from there. So they get all of those opportunities. Wow. Then from there, uh-huh. again, patient assistant transport offers the patient what other services they may want. Mm-hmm. They may be mm-hmm. in need of clothing. Their children may be needing some new clothes. They're taken over to our clothing department. They may wish to uh, see the medical massage. We have medical massage, hydrotherapy. They get to go over and to that department as well. Again, there's a whole list of amazing things. We have legal services. Maybe they're having some problems financially. They can't afford to get an attorney evaluation. We have free legal services. Again, the list goes on and on and on. Physical therapy, in-house, podiatry, orthopedic surgery, surgeons, the list goes on. They may want to see the dentist. Um, Mm -hmm. So they are able to do that um, in addition to all these medical services and non-medical services. Or maybe they want to see the eye doctor, the same thing. They'll be able to go, let's say that they wanted to to see the eye doctor. They were having problems with their vision. Mm -hmm. Um, They get a full examination, and then they're actually able to get prescription glasses right then and there on the spot. They're able to pick out their frames. It's just a wonderful opportunity. So they're actually making the lenses there? They don't make the lenses there, uh-huh. but they're picking the prescription, and the patient gets to pick the actual frame that they wow. want. And within a couple of weeks, the patients will be able to pick up those glasses at oh, our I health see. information centers. I got it. So what about eye procedures? Do they do any eye procedures? Again, it depends on our affiliation with the local hospital. So mm-hmm. in Spokane, yes, we were doing cataract surgeries. And really? Some, yes. But again, it was it was at one of our uh, collaborating facilities. We weren't actually doing the major surgery on the floor. Okay. Depending on how the conscious sedation goes, that may or may not be an option mm-hmm. um, for Phoenix. But at this time, right now, today... Uh, that would be one of our collaborating hospitals. Okay, so they would come through the event, and then they'd get a referral. For that, they would? Well, our surgical procedures work just a little bit different, mm-hmm. our major surgeries. Now, minor surgical procedures under local anesthesia, not a problem. Done on the floor that same day. Okay. The doctor diagnoses it, we do it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing biopsies. We were able to diagnose um, several cases of cancer, wow. actually, in Los Angeles as mm-hmm. well. Um, but but our major surgery, so let's say the patient was having uh, menorrhagia or very heavy bleeding, mm-hmm. okay, and they had a fibroid uterus, they needed to have a hysterectomy, couldn't afford it. We had several of those patients throughout our years of doing this. So there's a pre-screening process that goes on well before the actual event takes place. 
So our information, the fact that we're going to be doing these surgical procedures is sent out to local primary care providers. Mm -hmm. Those providers know who those needy patients are that don't have health insurance. And then we work, our head of our department of our various subspecialists works directly with the primary care provider to provide the pre-surgical screening before the patients are ever seen at pathway Mm. event. So by the time that the patient actually comes to the pathway event, while the actual event is being set up on the floor, if you Mm -hmm. will, and that would be Christmas Eve in our case, then those patients would be seen by the surgeons that would be operating on them that day. So that would be their official pre-op clinic. They would either go to surgery on the next day or the following day based on Mm. how we've done it in previous cities. You didn't do hysterectomies in that venue, did you? Not on the floor, but at our collaborating hospitals, our surgeons got temporary privileges and they were able to provide Again, major surgical procedures. So now, let, so so we've got a little idea of what's happening there. Now, I still don't understand how the clothing distribution, how that all fits in. I think I've heard about haircuts and other things. Is this all part of it too? Yes. Well, let's just take John as an example. John mm-hmm. came to our event in Spokane. Um, John was homeless. He had, let's just say, really long hair. Didn't have the money or the mm-hmm. resources to get his haircut. Uh, very tattered clothing. Was not able to get a job. Uh, felt very bad about himself because he didn't have a job. And so he came through the event just like we've already talked about. He actually came to the event just to get some basic medical care because he mm-hmm, didn't, he didn't mm-hmm. know all these other services existed. So after he saw the physician, um, and again, we are a whole person perspective. So we do offer prayer to our patients mm-hmm. because it's important. Scientific community is very well established. The prayer is a good, a very big part of health, overall mm-hmm. health. So we offered that to John. John, when he was talking to the chaplains, he said something about, you know, his home situation and the fact that he didn't have clothing, didn't have a job, didn't have money for a haircut. And they said, oh, John, come with us. And they escorted John over to our tailor and mm. our men's tailor. A tailor? Oh, we had a tailor. Yes. We had him, and he actually fit John for a brand-new men's suit. Right then and there, he got to put on his brand-new suit. From there, John was taken over to our beautician and barber services. They gave him a wonderful, nice, beautiful haircut. And he went went straight from there and was able to go to a job placement agency as well and was able to get a job. That is amazing. It's exciting. It's Uh exciting to see all these wonderful opportunities, and it's exciting to see people's whole person life changed in in one setting, if you will. That is absolutely amazing. So we've been talking about the folks who may want to take advantage of it. And uh, maybe we've just uh, increased the airline's bottom line because people (laughs) will be flying out to Phoenix now, (laughs) maybe Greyhound. But uh, what about the team? I mean, you're looking at 3,500 volunteers. I mean, surely they don't just come from the local... uh, greater phoenix area right no they don't they come from all over in fact patients volunteers i should say come from all over the world Um, we've had people fly in from saudi arabia and all over really really exciting now obviously to be licensed to be able to practice they have to be licensed within the united states we have temporary licensure set up with all of our boards so professionals out there listening you don't have to be you know worried about that as long as you have a medical license whatever that is whether it's dental uh, physical therapy, whatever the case may be, uh, we are working with all the boards and we have appropriate licensure. We just need to get your information in as soon as possible and we were able to accommodate that. So I know one of the deterrents for me doing things in other states, you know, people will ask me to lecture. I mean, that's not a big deal. Or, But 
you know, when you actually start doing clinical services, I mean, I've had temporary licenses before. It's an ordeal. So are you saying that... It's a snap. It really? really is. Because they look at our organization. We have a, a basically a credibility. Um, so we've done this in many states now. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the mayor's offices of all the previous states writing endorsements on our behalf. Mayor Garcetti from Los Angeles wrote an endorsement. So it really helps out and it, it expedites the process. It's a very simple procedure. Um, basically, you give your medical license, you give your degree, you give the state that you're licensed in. We do a National Provider Data Bank background check. And we do some other credentialing in-house ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's basically done. Really? It's that simple? It is very simple. And the other thing that uh, we do, too, and this, again, is for our medical providers, you do not need to be afraid from a medical malpractice perspective. We have a $10 million, $10 million policy. Okay. So you are covered more than you would be in your own hospital. Usually it's a 1-3 policy. Okay. Wow. This is pretty amazing. So if you're listening today and you want to take advantage of medical services in Phoenix, the dates are December 25 to 27 of 2017. If you're a health professional and want to be involved, um, we'll give you some information in our next segment, more about that and more about some exciting opportunities, things that you want to keep in mind about this uh, great program, Your Best Pathway to Health. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Dr. Leela Lewis is not going away. I'm not, and I sure hope you're staying by because in just two minutes, we will be right back with more on today's edition of American Indian Living. Stay tuned. American Indian Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. So, you want to be a hero. Here are some ways to get the job. Hunt down that killer shark. Or run into a burning house to save a kitten. Luckily, there's an easier way to become a hero. Call 911 if you see someone experiencing the symptoms of stroke, sudden weakness on one side, or trouble speaking, walking, or seeing. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. You'll be a real hero. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. Can you guess what's going on here? It's kids getting fit. Studies show that children and teens who get at least 60 minutes of physical activity a day reduce the risk of obesity, heart disease, anxiety, and increase their overall mood. So whether it's around your neighborhood or at school, just get out and play. For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Will Rogers Institute since 1936. My name is Tom Thornton. And my name is Cindy Thornton. We're retired, and this is how we live United. We decided to volunteer with United Way at our community free health clinic. United Way is how we contribute. Because we know our time and money are going to the right places. Judging by the thank yous we get at the clinic, I'd say we're doing the right thing with our retirement, too. We're Tom and Cindy Thornton. We volunteer at our community free health clinic. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Diabetes affects more than 29 million Americans. If left untreated, diabetes can lead to serious health problems such as heart disease, stroke, blindness, and kidney disease. Your family's health history can be an important factor in determining your risk of developing diabetes. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you and your family. Do all you can to prevent or delay the onset of type 2 diabetes. Visit yourdiabetesinfo.org to learn more. 
You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. We are back with the second half of today's edition of American Indian Living. The venue, the Convention Center in Houston, Texas, the ASI International Event, takes place every year in August. August 2017 is when we're recording. I'm getting very excited about what's happening in December of 2017. Coming to Indian Country, Phoenix, Arizona, Pathway to Health, or more appropriately, the full name, Your Best Pathway to Health. Dr. Leela Lewis, she is the founder and CEO of that organization. And Leela, I just have to ask about the, the, the title for your, your project, Your Best Pathway to Health. I mean, some people might think uh, maybe that sounds a little bit arrogant, your best pathway to health. I mean, <laughs> but you seem pretty humble and dedicated to helping people. What's behind the name? Well, first of all, pathway to health. We believe that there are many ideas about health out there, as we all know. And there, in my opinion, and I believe in other people's opinion, there's one, there's one way to health that is the most effective and is the best. And that is a well-rounded approach to a whole person health, mm. physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And when we incorporate all of those, again, the studies are very clear that that is the best way to approach health. So I believe there is a best way to obtain health. Well, fair enough. And uh, I know in Indian country, we don't need to convince many people of that because traditionally Native Americans have valued the you know a holistic approach to things. You know, here's the bigger question. You've got this huge project you're trying to pull together. You've already told us that this is a ministry. It's an outreach of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. You yourself are a Seventh-day Adventist. There's people listening to this show, many of them, they're not Seventh-day Adventists. They're health professionals. Can they be involved, or is this just something that Adventists do? Absolutely. We, we welcome with open arms anyone willing to serve. If, what we say is if you have a heartbeat and you can smile, you are a needed volunteer. Okay, now let's just break this down. A heartbeat and smile. So I think most people have those qualifications. I think so. I think so. Now, we've gathered, though, that they're probably not the ones doing the cataract removals. No, they're not doing the cataract removals. But, but again, remember those patient assistant transport people, the ones that greet the patients at the door, the ones that help with registration. We have an entire department just in the technology that are entering electronically the patient's information, and that's all they do. They sit behind closed curtains and that's what they do the whole time there's other people we need electricians and plumbers to help run the the dental department it takes an enormous amount of electricity and plumbing to do that we need people to be able to do construction work to set the event up to be able to run here and there and make sure the logistics are running well we have seven semi-trailers seven semi-trailers of equipment medical equipment that have to be you know transported and unloaded and set up it's it's a huge huge process and so, literally, our oldest volunteer, I believe, was 95 years old. Wow. And anybody over the age of 13, we put them on the floor because what an opportunity to let our young people experience what it is to give of themselves. And what better time to do that than Christmas? Hmm. It's amazing, amazing. And... Um are you turning volunteers away? Are, are the unskilled people, do you get too many of them saying, you know, we want to uh, help uh, 
usher people around? Are you just overwhelmed with the interest? You know, every event we have done, we have had to close off registration. Um, obviously, we haven't closed registration off yet. It's uh-huh. only August of, of the year. But every event, we've had to close registration. But I'll be honest, as the CEO, my other people will come to me and say, we need to shut registration. I'm like, no, no, let's let the people volunteer. Let let, let some more come. Let them, let them come as long as we possibly can because uh-huh. it changes your life. Your mm. view of humanity changes. I can't tell you how many times when I would drive up and I'm just one little person. Who am I? Nobody. Mm. Just one little person. And I would drive up to the building and I would see the helicopters flying overhead and see thousands and thousands and thousands of patients at 5.30 in the morning just wrapped Mm. around the building and your heart just, it just breaks inside of you. Oh, let me get in there. Maybe I can get one more person through the door. Mm. Maybe just one more. It is life-changing. Now, you've mentioned some of the skill sets you need. You obviously need many health professionals. Yes. And, uh, you know, we clearly see there's a need for doctors. What about, and you mentioned physical therapists. Dentists, dental hygienists, dental assistants, optometrists, ophthalmologists. uh, But literally anything. If you're a podiatrist, if you're any subspecialist within medicine, we need lots of nurses. We need phlebotomists to draw the blood. We need pharmacists. We need pharmacy technicians. We need uh, other non-medical services like lawyers. We need licensed practitioners in law. Uh, We need tailors. Again, the list goes on and on. Medical massage therapists. Again, very important. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I've also heard that at these events, you do a lot of education. Yes. Do you need actually formal educators there? Are they giving classes? or? We do. We have an entire lifestyle department, and that's one thing I haven't yet mentioned, is that in our event, we, we focus just like you do, Dr. DeRose, on your show. We focus on lifestyle. Yes, we want to help the patient acutely, but we want to help them in the long term. So mm-hmm. every patient actually goes through lifestyle, and they get assessed as far as what areas they could potentially improve upon. So, yes, we need licensed um, uh, dietitians and uh, lifestyle coaches, etc. Now, I ran into someone who seemed to indicate that they were involved with one of these events, and I thought they said they were doing cooking classes there. Is is this just a rumor, or is this true? No, we do 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 cooking, um, cooking demonstrations and classes, and the patients get to take home uh, recipes. Again, everything's for free. It's great. It's absolutely amazing. And then after the event is over, it doesn't end. All of those patients are invited, actually encouraged, and assigned a health information center where they go to pick up their lab results, their Mm. pathology reports, their glasses, their pap smear results. They go to that health information center, and once they get their results, then they're invited to continue lifestyle courses, cooking school courses, depression courses, diabetes courses, overall health courses. Mm -hmm. So those continue in the after effect. Wow. So basically, you've got not only this concentrated effort in any city, Mm -hmm. but then you have ongoing resources that you're providing. Afterwards, and it continues on. So I'm still trying to get a picture of who all you need there and how long you need them for. Because, uh, you know, I think we've heard this picture. You'll take just about anyone. Um, The age range is what? So to be on the floor specifically, it's Mm -hmm. 13 and above. Okay. Anyone less than 13. And this is a family time. I mean, Christmas is, is, you know, it's it's a family Uh vacation. 
but the little children have an opportunity to be volunteers too. So anyone less than the age of 13 um, goes to our children's department, and we also are taking lots of volunteers within uh, adult volunteers within the children's department to help run the program and take care of both the patients' children, which are in a separate program, and then also the volunteer children. So let's just talk about our volunteer sure, children sure. for a minute. Our volunteer children, zero to 13, get mm-hmm. to participate from the perspective they get to make crafts, they get to make gifts, they get to wrap those presents up and actually take them down to the patients. They get to sing to the patients, mm. provide water to the patients, but then in addition, they do fun things themselves. Mm-hmm. They're upstairs um, learning things, and all during the day, they, they take activity courses and go off campus and those kinds of things. Okay. So basically, if uh, a mother is listening right now, she's in the Phoenix area, she's got three young children, they're all less than six, and she really needs some medical services, she said, well, you know, I can't. What do I do with my babies? Exactly, exactly. Bring your babies. We have a children's department where you can let them in a very safe, all of our, our children's directors are licensed and background checked. Your children can stay there while you're getting your health care needs. In fact, we have pediatricians if you want to let the children be seen as well. We have pediatricians and pediatric dentists and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But if you want the children to be in a safe environment, they have a program for them as well. So basically, again, I'm putting myself back in the patient's shoes. A person would be responsible, of course, for their own children the whole time they're in line. Is that right? When they're out, yeah, when they're outside the door. But once they come inside the door, we have everything taken care of for them. Okay, so they walk through the doors of this uh, convention center in Phoenix. They go through registration with okay. their children, and then they accompany their children up to the children's department. They get banded, mm-hmm. the child gets banded, they have to show identification, and then the child is in a secure environment. And uh, how many kids have gotten lost in this process? We've never lost a single child. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Okay. Well, I, you know, I mean, sometimes these questions come. It's kind of scary, sure. you know, just to leave your child way, with strangers. Of course. And by the way, we've never had a single malpractice issue with the 30, just under 30,000 patients we've serviced, not any issues wow. whatsoever. And that's incredible. Um, okay. We're, we're back to the volunteers. You t- talked about the setup. The setup really all happens in one day. Well, obviously, there's planning ahead of time. But, yes, the entire setup starts on the morning of the 24th, and it will be done by the evening in time for a Christmas extravaganza Christmas Eve. Okay. So you need people on the ground on the 24th. Yes, we do. Now, let me ask you this, Leela. If someone says, you know, I've got Christmas plans already. i got to be with my family. I could get there on the 24th and help set up. Do you need someone like that, or do you really need people who are there for the duration? Well, it's... Most helpful if the volunteers stay the whole time, just from a logistical perspective. Once mm-hmm. you know the system, once you know the plan, it just makes the whole department work better. But, hey, if you're willing and able to work one day, two days, we need you. Okay, okay. Now, how does someone get a hold of your organization? Because you, you got people motivated to help you. What do they do? So go to the website, Pathway, singular, P-A-T-H-W-A-Y, to to health h e a l t h volunteer.org pathway to health volunteer.org there's a registration process it's very simple it takes your information if you're a medical professional it takes your license and number and um, asks some various questions where you'd like to volunteer etc and then you are sent notification um, afterwards confirming that you've been registered and then once you've gone through the credentialing department um, accepted 
So pathwaytohealth.org, though, is your general website. That's the general website for patients if they want to keep up, they want to watch a video, see what we've done before. But if you're a volunteer or considering being a volunteer, go to the website pathwaytohealthvolunteer.org. And that has the volunteer registration there. Now, do you, can you navigate from one to the other? Or are they totally separate? Um, they, they are separate. Okay. They're separate websites. So pathwaytohealth.org, if I'm a patient and want to learn about the program, if I'm a volunteer, pathwaytohealthvolunteer.org. Correct. There's a lot of people listening to the show throughout Indian country. And uh, some of them are saying, well, I mean, this is really nice. Phoenix, there's no way I'm going to get down there. What about coming to my community? Are you guys booked for the next, you know, 50 years? How does this work? <laughs> so we take applications. There's a whole process, I mean, as far as, you know, cities requesting where we go next. Um, that also is on the website. Both websites have that uh, for applications to, to have an event in your local area. So do you have other events lined up beyond Phoenix? We do. We're looking. Um, right now we don't have anything for sure squared away except for Indianapolis in 2020, but we've got Birmingham, Orlando, um, and uh, there's several other cities that we're working with right now. Okay. So basically there is a process. So if someone, and is it any, can anyone just say, hey, I'd love to have that happen in, uh, in Dallas? Anyone can begin the research process, and when you go to the website, there's a list of what, you know, your next best step to take. And so it, it runs you through the process. So basically, the person on the front end has to do some legwork. That doesn't all fall in your lap. That's correct. <laughs> okay. We've got one more segment, and Dr. Leela Lewis, I'm hoping, can stay by. The convention center is at an interesting juncture. They're uh, uh, going to be trying to kick us out of here very shortly. But we're hoping that we can uh, squeeze in one last segment. Stay by. We're going to finish this hour on American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. The last segment, we're going to tell you some exciting things about other ways that you can make an impact and that this program can make an impact for you and your community. Don't go away. One more segment on American Indian Living. It'll be right up after this. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov. Diabetes is a serious disease that runs in families. If your parents or siblings have type 2 diabetes, you have a greater chance of getting the disease. If you're African American, Hispanic, or Latino, American Indian, Alaska Native, Asian American, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander, you also have a higher chance of developing the disease. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you understand your risk. Visit the NDEP website at yourdiabetesinfo.org for diabetes prevention tools, including the Family Health History Quiz. It started off as a normal day. I felt fine when I arrived at the plant. Ruth Junius's life was about to change. Then I dropped my keys. They kept slipping out of my hand. My arm felt numb. A co-worker asked me if I was okay, and I couldn't speak. I started to get scared. Ruth was having a stroke. 
People around her weren't sure what to do. They thought I should go home or lie down, but I knew something was very wrong. I wrote 911 on a piece of paper with my other hand, and someone called for me. Because everyone acted quickly, doctors at the hospital were able to give Ruth treatment that started to reverse the symptoms. Within a few minutes, I was talking again. I didn't know a thing about stroke before I had one. Now I make sure that my friends and family know all the signs of stroke so they'll get help fast if they need it. No stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. Call 1-800-352-9424 for more information. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You are back with Dr. David DeRose for American Indian Living's final segment in today's show. I'm speaking with Dr. Leela Lewis. If you haven't been with us from the beginning of the show, Dr. Leela is an obstetrician and gynecologist. She's a board-certified specialist in that discipline, and she's been running after starting an organization called Your Best Pathway to Health. She's been telling us about some exciting plans that are destined to take place in Phoenix, Arizona in December of 2017, telling about how you can be a part, whether you're attending the program or whether you're helping deliver the services. And I'm still learning about what's going to be happening there in Phoenix and trying to really wrap my mind around uh, all that's going to be happening. Leela, you mentioned this is a program for everyone. Anyone can show up, can benefit from the services, but anyone can also be involved in delivering the services. I'm um, thinking about those kids, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I'm thinking of my daughter. She loves to work with children. She's an elementary education major in college. If um, if we as a family said, you know, we could carve out this time, get down there to Phoenix and help out with it, could you put her to work working with those kids? Absolutely. Absolutely. And in a much-needed capacity. In fact, our children's department, we are really in need of some very qualified we, we take our children very seriously. I have four kids of my own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a 15-year-old. Wow. And so for me, the children's department is very, very near and dear to my heart. And I take special interest in making sure that it's it's very special for my children. Mm. And so I'm, I'm obviously a little selfish in that okay, regard. Okay. So, um, so by all means, we need qualified, good people to lead out in that department. If you're not willing or able to lead out, we have lots of other positions um, for for need of assistance in those areas you know and another thing you know my my son he's only eight years old Mm -hmm. he has a special and children do they have a special spot in their heart most children for for the underdog if Mm -hmm. you will Mm -hmm. and so we'll be driving down the road and he'll say mommy 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 is that man homeless mommy stop the car stop the car that man's homeless mommy we got to give him something honey i don't have anything in the car mommy find something don't you have something don't you so i was like this happened a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. It was on a Saturday. And so uh, I saw the man across the street. There was this, dr- you know, a couple lanes of traffic. He's like, you've got to give him something. So I ended up throwing a banana out the window to the guy, to the, to the homeless gentleman. Uh-huh. And that satisfied my son. My son takes a special interest in mm. pathway, reaching these same patients. And mm. so if you really want your children to to have the experience and the joy of giving, which is what Christmas is all mm-hmm. about, the true gift of giving, giving one's life for someone else, Mm -hmm. you let them participate in Pathway, and they themselves will be changed. So your kids have been going to these events, no doubt. Um, 
do you get some complaints like that was really boring the, the children's <laughs> program i mean just be honest with us the first one yes it was in okay. san francisco <laughs> okay, yes okay. okay well thanks for being honest <laughs> i was honest okay and after that we made some drastic changes mm. and that's when we we made the focus for the patient's children on because they're not there all day long the mm-hmm. patient's children are there for a couple hours and then they go on so we we allow the patient's children to have the opportunity of maximizing those few hours that they're there but then the volunteer children have I mean they have the whole day so they have more opportunity and and more things that they you know keeps them busy and those kinds of things mm-hmm. we do offer this is something else that we haven't mentioned yet a meal what's so oh, really? exciting a free meal to everyone? everyone patients and volunteers wow. alike so anyone there between the hours of 11:30 and 1 uh-huh. are provided a free lunch and it's so beautiful because the hmm. doctors, the nurses, the dentists, the patients, the homeless people, everybody gets to sit down together and eat their lunch. So you mean everything just closes and you have lunch together? Oh, no. We don't. No, no, no. It's all taken in shifts. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> no, we're working this thing like, I mean, we, we're maximizing every second okay, that's going okay. on. But, but I mean, obviously, somebody, they have to sit down somewhere if they're not scarfing in their little cubbyhole, their little mm-hmm. room. Um, it, it's a really beautiful opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then at nighttime, everyone does shut. You know, we, at dinner time, we have a certain number of tickets that we give out to the patients. This is going to be super exciting for Christmas night when mm-hmm. I was talking about Christmas extravaganza. The patients will receive tickets to come to a free evening meal. And at mm-hmm. that evening meal, while they're sitting at banquet-style Christmas music, they get to sit with, the, again, the doctors, the professionals, mm-hmm. everybody sitting at a banquet table together and get a whole-person presentation, very short, about mm-hmm. 15 minutes with music and, and other wonderful testimonies. It's going to be beautiful. That is going to take place the night of the Christmas, December 25 and 26. So, Okay, so there's folks that are waiting in line for hours, for days. Mm-hmm. Some of them are outside. Some but, don't get in. But others are, uh, are inside. Yes. Some of them are attending the, uh, the Christmas eve- evening event because you don't run 24-7, right? No, we don't run 24-7. So you open at 6 a.m., did I hear that, or 7? We open at 7. But okay. the volunteers need to be there by 6. Okay. So you run from 7 to when on Christmas Day? 5 p.m. 5 p.m. At 5 p.m., the person in line at uh, 5.01, right at the door, you're going to have to say, sorry, we can't let you in. It doesn't quite work that way. So what happens, actually, the line is cut off hours before that. I see. Because it's based on getting those last patients out the door by, well, our goal is 5 p.m. It never happens 5 p.m. It's usually 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So we know how many our providers can see in various departments. We keep a close tally. That's Mm -hmm. why at 7 a.m., in order to meet the goal, we have to process a minimum of 250 patients per 15 minutes through registration. Wait a minute. 250 people every 15 minutes? Yes. That's how fast it has to go. So how many people do you have doing the registration? Hundreds. Really? So you do need a lot of volunteers? a lot. And even if people don't like to interact with people... You've got people we've behind got, the we've scenes, We've got huh? computer. If you're a computer person and you would prefer not to talk, that's fine. We need you. Come and wow. enter data. Wow. So, people okay. making photocopies. So, so back to the folks in line. So no one's waiting there at, at 449 hoping that. No, they know earlier in the day whether or not. Now, now, now that may be dentistry, okay? So dentistry is usually the very first to shut off. Then okay. eye care shuts off. And so you let people in the line knowing that? 
Exactly. They know, and then they have the opportunity of、uh, switching lines and going to the medical line, or going to the massage line, or going in and getting a haircut. It's not that they're cut off from any service whatsoever that day. They're that particular service is shut off, and then eventually all the services shut off. Right. But so I'm still trying to imagine this. Five o'clock comes on Christmas night. Is there not a line for the next day already? Oh yeah, there's a line for the next day.、Okay. And many people, when when that's cut off, I mean, the people just say, "Okay, well, I'll, I'm, you know, they're given the option. You know, you can go home or you can stay. Most of them stay in line and hope for, you know, for the next day." Now, did I understand right that you're planning to do something for those outside waiting in line too? We we give out a no- yes, those patients outside they get、um, health lectures, they get musical presentations, they get recipes, but also our health information. Centers afterwards will continue to offer on an ongoing basis various free healthcare. That one Sunday a month or two Sundays, depending on the local health information center,、uh, will offer free dental care and eye care and some other things in addition to the health courses. So it's not that those patients are completely cut off. First of all, they have two more days of opportunity. Right, right. Second of all, the health information centers are options. And then thirdly, we're offering a certain number of tickets. We don't know how many yet.、Uh-huh. We we haven't yet dis- established that to be able to come to that night's Christmas extravaganza where、okay. they get to get a meal. And various other things. And will that be people that have already been served, or is that especially for people who were not served? It will be a mixture. And how that's logistically worked out, we're still working on the details. So the bottom line is, if you're at all interested in getting any of those services or this Christmas extravaganza, just get there early, December twenty fourth or earlier, because Christmas Day something remarkable will be happening in Phoenix. Leela, again, if someone says, "I really want to." Benefit from this. They're a patient. They have needs. They don't have medical care. Where do they go to get more information? So go to the website pathwaytohealth.org, pathwaytohealth.org, or you can call the number one eight 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 four four pathway. P a t h w a y. Okay. Let's see. I think the pathway to health straightforward. Pathwaytohealth.org. But the phone number one eight 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 forty four, and then the word pathway. Okay. Last question. Volunteers. We've talked about this already. You have great needs. How many do you have signed up already? Do you have any idea? We have a little over six hundred right now. And you need how many? Thirty five hundred. So we need you. Okay. And they do it by going to the website. They go to the website and register. Um, and it's a pretty simple process, and we immediately get back in contact with you. It's not Pathway to Health to register as a volunteer, but it's Pathway to Health Volunteer. dot org. What about that eight 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 number? Will that work for volunteers too? They'll refer you back to the website. Oh, okay. So again, that number one eight eight forty four Pathway. Leela, our time has just about slipped away, but there's people that are kind of on the fence. They're、uh, Some of them,、uh, I don't know if I want to go to free services. It's a Christian organization. There's others who say, yeah, it sounds like there's a real need, but I don't want to volunteer. Do you have something that speaks to to both of those groups, just very briefly? Well, I can tell you that from every city that we've gone to, it's impacted the community, generally speaking,、um, and on a great way. Um, and and the communities are completely changed afterwards. It's impacted the volunteers' lives because what they'll say is their lives have been changed, and it's impacted patients. So I would definitely encourage all to participate. Leela, thank you so much. We got to run. I'm Dr. David DeRose. 
hopefully you will take advantage of Pathway to Health, your best Pathway to Health, whether you're a volunteer or joining in as someone who receives the services. We have got to run. But as always, we're wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.